All righty, so we're ready. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me get back to this. There we go. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. I'm you nervous. guys are in the dark. We huh? are? It looks super bright. Yeah, it's bright on okay. our end. As long as you guys know. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, Y'all know more than me. We look good here, so we should be okay. After all that, we finally ready to go. Got you situated. Yeah, because I don't want to have to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> You're not hey, right. that's uh. Remember, remember what my mama just said. We might bring that up. <laughs> so, hello everybody. Welcome to the Hot Seat Podcast. I'm Flo. I'm Q. And uh, this is going to be the very last episode when it comes to divorce. So, uh, yeah, it's the last shoot. Hopefully, we can get through this uh, with ease. No tissues. No crying. Hopefully for us, I come out of this reborn because we're personally going through some stuff right now. <laughs> so hopefully we can get some good advice to get us through it all. Yes. To glory, to God be the glory, as her shirt says. So hopefully he ordains this shoot today. Okay, first question is. First thing is we have Floydell's mother Miss Wilson, Miss Thelma Wilson here with us. That's the first thing. <laughs> okay. What's up, Mama? Hi, how are you? Good, I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. I'm just eager to get into this. Okay, now let's go. <laughs> all right. So the origin of you and my dad's relationship, let's talk about that. Okay. Is the origin you just want to know, or is there a question? No, no, tell and us. What is it? How did you guys come to be? Um, I we were attending California State uh, of Fresno. Mm -hmm. uh, I had been there, I think, two years before he got there, and we had um, stayed in the same dorm dormitory. Mm -hmm. Um. We met in the university's, um, the first time I saw him was at the university's cafeteria. I personally was trying to hook him up with a friend of mine, uh -huh. mm. to be honest with you. And um, somehow it backfired. Wow. <laughs> that didn't happen. Oh. So, so that's how we that's how we met. Okay. It backfired. It sounds like a bad thing. Is it a bad thing or a good thing? No, no, no. It's just that I wanted her to have him, but me being a friend, I kind of felt bad because that's where it was supposed to have gone. But oh, I heard him. That's but she was the one that liked my dad. No, I was just trying to tell her you should go talk to him, and she was like, mm 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 mm. <laughs> Oh, okay, gotcha. And she was a she was a junior with you also. Um, it's two years. Um, no, I was a sophomore. 
I was a sophomore. Oh, okay. Okay, you were a sophomore when my dad showed up. Yeah, and I was a sophomore, yes. Oh, okay. This whole time I thought you were a junior. I don't believe I was. Oh, okay. And you know, that was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Your turn. My turn to what? I'm still waiting for the rest of the story. That's how she first met him and her intentions. But how did yeah. you guys get together? That I'm, I'm still yeah, waiting. <laughs> the relationship just started from there. From as we went on trips, went to the Yosemite, um, went to the movies. That was our first date, was the movies. Oh. I believe in... Um, it was in October. Ah. October is a good month. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, October 23rd. When y'all went to the movies, was that the day? <laughs> you know, that date sounds awfully familiar. Oh, wow. But it also it sounds like somebody's birthday, too. You said what? Huh? You said that it also true. sounds like someone's birthday. <sighs> I said October was a good month. I mean, <laughs> okay, so. What'd you, you guys go see? You remember? You know, at the time of dating and of marriage, I knew it because I used to quiz him with it. But now I don't remember. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So you introduce yourself to him on behalf of a friend and talk to him on behalf of a friend and then ended up developing a relationship yeah. <laughs> with him. <laughs> so then yeah. Yeah. how did marriage come in from that? How did marriage come into that? Well, um, <laughs> that's a good question. What do you mean? How did it come? It just so the our relationship. Have your friendship huh? into marriage. Marriage. Um, that came after. See, I remember when it happened. The proposal. Okay. But that was in India. I want to say it was at one of the churches. Because they all look the same to me right now, but I believe it was First Baptist. Okay. Okay. For some reason, I want to say Caracas because um, Reverend Mac Peters was there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And your father had a speech about diamonds and diamonds being the girl's best friend. And, um, and I had to leave Floridale because he was in the you know, carrier. Mm -hmm. And I think I gave him to his mom, or his mom came mm -hmm. and watched him as I walked up. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I remember that. It was in the church. Yeah, I remember that. He remembers that. Yeah, very, very. You remember that? No. I <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. No. So, you guys were dating, and then it led to the proposal. So. Of course, that's that's evolution that is blending that's coming together that doesn't happen instantaneously, but over time. So when did you know that when 
or if that would happen, you would say yes? Uh, well, there, prior to that, um, there was some little tension between my parents and him, but um, I remember telling him at the apartment that you probably remember, the one in Clovis, Willow, Willow, that- um, That came before Pete. I, I, felt, I felt safe with him. Okay. And I remember saying that. So um, it just grew from there. Okay. So you, what you just referenced seems like there is foreshadowing to come because we are talking about divorce. So what was the cause or the root or whatever you want to call it of the disconnect? Because when you come into marriage, everyone's blending and coming together. But obviously there's a disconnect, but yet there was a still come together between you and my dad. So what was like the cause of the disconnect? Did it have any residual? The tension between the your tension. dad and her parents? Yeah. Okay. And this, did it, um, any residual effects that could have possibly led to the, the end of the marriage? The end of the marriage. Um, looking back at it, it was just certain things that my father did not appreciate what your dad did and now being a little older and wiser um i'm not for sure if your father ever asked my dad for my hand okay it was never spoken but this is the man-to-man -man thing you know mm -hmm. so um i'm not sure about that but there was, t there was some tension be because before you, I was pregnant already, you, which I had lost that baby, and then I had you. So um, there was tension because my parents wanted me to do, had a different route for me, but I took what I wanted. So I guess you can say that was a little selfish, but it's what I wanted. So at that time, being young. So you mean a different route as in Papa is the type of person that you need to get married first before you have a child? Because people watching, I've gotten in trouble twice <laughs> with Papa for taking that type of route. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah. And then if you, because I remember as a child, he said, you get pregnant. Before I went to college, oh, you're going to take care of it. I ain't taking care of it. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So I, would, I wouldn't say it was selfish. I would take it as you're, you're living your life. Because at the end of the day, you're the one that has to live it. No one can live it. That's true. And that's what I've told y'all. Y'all got to walk with yourselves every day, 365. You got to be happy with yourself. Yeah. I take that another side of it, not doing what they expected me to do. I wanted to do me. 
Yeah, and even in doing that, even though I was still under them, under their guidance and direction, right? Gotcha. Uh oh, something's happening. Yeah, yeah, my phone. Is it connection or? No, my. Hopefully it'll stop. What will stop? Okay, there we go. Okay. <laughs> what was I saying? Um, you didn't believe. Really, you just kind of surmised what she was saying. Yeah. You guys agreed on the fact that. Yeah. You so to walk. exactly. So basically, you just you live out your life and you learn from the decisions that you make. That's pretty much yes. what it is. I mean. As parents, I can understand trying to be, trying to control the atmosphere and everything that's coming at your child. But at the same time, the, the mentality and the ego needs to set in reality that you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's a, it's a, something I'm slightly struggling with myself right now. Like you can't control every little thing. So some, some things you just gotta give it up to God and let him, let him guide you through through that journey. Yeah. So you guys exactly. are, so you accepted the proposal. I assume you cried and was happy. Yes. Okay. Cried and happy. So drink. I don't know if I cried. I don't know. But yes. She was happy. Okay. Yes. yes. She was happy. Through, you, you're with the person that you feel safe and comfortable with. And uh, so what was it? What did you guys do to prepare you for marriage? Because now I'm like one or something. Or a few months. Um, you were you were born in August. We got married in December. So you were a year and some months. You were almost well, sixteen months old. Because okay. you were in the wedding. <laughs> so a year and four months. All right. So yeah. also from then, like, what steps did you guys? take to prepare you for a lasting, long, happy marriage? Oh, um. <laughs> well, wanted to make sure you had everything you needed, mm -hmm. which you did and then some. Yeah. <laughs> um, with help from my parents also oh contradiction huh you have a baby you gonna take care of it now they now they involved in helping out that's good coming yes. around <laughs> yes and um yeah because a little side story you were six months old and had never been away from us and they wanted you for about a couple of months. So yeah, they had a lot of fun with you. <laughs> okay, cool. But just preparing, um, just preparing for you, for your foundation. Okay, cool. You were the only one for a good while, for two years. <laughs> so there was no, um, 
you guys prepared for him and his foundation, but there was no preparation mm -hmm. for the marriage, like premarital counseling or seeing a counselor. No. Okay. No. Mm -mm. Never went like like you said, premarital counseling. No, we didn't do that because we were living in Fresno, and your father's church obviously was Second Baptist, and I was in India, so. Mm -hmm. As far as marriage counseling, I just met Reverend Williams mm -hmm. right before we were getting married. So no, there was no pre. Okay. So my dad was brought up in the church. So it's curious that that wasn't an option taken. Were you brought up in the church? Was it something that you wanted? No, I was, see, I was never brought up in the church. I attended church. Uh-huh but I was not brought up in the church. Yes, I did get baptized when I was younger um, at my aunt's church. But as far as attending church like now, mm -hmm. that is something your father instilled in me. Mm -hmm. It's something that he did and I took on and took on very passionately. So, no. Okay. First, no. Okay. Hold, hold, hold that passionately part, because now we're going to get into the nitty gritty, the good stuff. Because you take on to, you're taking on to the Bible, into spirituality, like full fledged or, or however you want to put it. But it looked like my dad was here, you were here, you, you guys were probably equal when it comes to spirituality, attending church. And then my dad, from the visible eye, goes like this and not attending church as much. So with you getting more, more involved in the Bible, was there at any point understanding like you found scriptures or anything like that in the Bible that related to marriage that you, you brought to my dad so you guys could talk about or anything like that? We didn't do any of that. Sorry to say. Was there an attempt to? I'm gonna have to take the fifth and say I don't agree. <laughs> you did not recall. Got it. Got it. So, okay. So, because for me looking at it and based on what you're telling me, I don't. I remember my dad going to church and then he didn't go. He just didn't go. I assume that's because the commuting driving five hours every single day, just tired and wants to relax, not do anything, get the body reacclimated for the upcoming week, whatever the case may be, which led to us doing travel ball. So then we didn't go to church every Sunday. So but there, that was later. You were, yeah, you were older then. Yeah, I'm just just breezing on past to get. To oh, okay, okay. So mother's mother now works at Second Baptist. She's at church. She's always there, always doing something. My dad isn't at church. And so what caused such a division to where now you guys are not going to church together from your perspective that probably or could have contributed to the separation? Um, yeah, you're right. There was division of not, him not wanting to go, no interest in going, um, and I wanted to go, or 
having. See, there was a point where I wanted to go and well, let me just back. Um, if I can go to work on time every day, I should be able to go to church on time. If I can do that, I should go. Mm -hmm. But there was times, many a times, where I would have to, if you probably remember, drive us, you and your brothers, and then have to come back and get your dad. Which which broke the momentum of church with me, you know, the service. Okay. So then I just finally said, you know what, I will find someone to take us. And then I did. And it was fine. And then he was able to come when he felt like it. Because I was still going to go. My kids were going to be in church. One way or another, they were going to grow up knowing the Lord having some type of relationship. Okay. So as far as the decline on your father, you I don't know. That's a question that's for him to answer. Okay. So what would you say contributed to you guys to your guys' separation? What are the like the major factor things for you that contributed to it? I got tired of being controlled. Got tired of not being heard. Understood. Got tired of not feeling valued and appreciated. Okay. Exactly. Like, what do you mean by not being heard, appreciated, supported? Uh, okay, not being support. Okay. Um, like you said, we're talking about church. He never really appreciated me working at the church. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that important to him. It was just an ordinary job, which I personally, working for the Lord, that's the highest thing you can do. But for him, it wasn't that important. Mm -hmm. I would do things and then for him, and I feel appreciated. It wasn't, not saying I'm asking for a thank you all the time, but at least some of the time, mm -hmm. you know, um, it was that, what was the other thing you mentioned? Supported? Control. Um, and, and controlling. I mean, it was, I had to be a certain, I had to look a certain way almost had to speak a certain way, had to do things a certain way. And if it wasn't that his way, it, it was no right. other way. It wasn't right. Right. It wasn't right. It wasn't I get that from my dad. To his satisfaction. Okay. Well I connect with my dad on that. That's me. <laughs> I see the way I see it. It's the way to go. But I'm working. Yeah, but, it, but you know what? It, it, there's always other ways to get it done. 
it's the yeah. end of it as long as it's done. It doesn't matter how you get it done as long as it that thing gets done. Yeah. So interesting it's, to say he had the exact same conversation with a little miss that we both know, Yvonne. There's more than one way to do things, Yvonne. And I, this is me. Real. <laughs> mm. So you need to take his own words, huh? Oh, for sure I'm not, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. But let's work on that. Let's work no, on that. No, I'm working, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Especially so, you, you know who I am. So it's definitely yes. a work in progress. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. As long as you recognize it and correct it as quickly as possible, you'll be all right. Yeah. So at this point, we're going to bring in... <laughs> I heard that. As I said, I'm just as stubborn as much as you can say, but my way, and I look at you, yeah, but my way. So. Compromise, compromise. Yeah. So we're going to bring in just a little bit of the conversation that we had with my with my uh, with my dad to get your response. So you Excuse said me. you had to wear things or wear certain clothes. That's what yes. look a certain way. Yes. At any point, did you express to him that you don't yes. want to look that way or in a certain way? All the time. Yes. Okay. Now, why? Yes. And there were times that I did it just to, what is it called? Stay face, have peace. And then there was other times I was like, no, mm -mm. and it will be an argument. Now, why didn't you like to dress that particular way? Or what would you call that particular way? How would you describe it? Yeah, how would you describe it? Um, a little sluttish. Revealing? Revealing. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. That's... Too revealing. Too <laughs> revealing. Okay. I so mean, I could do that in the house. It doesn't need to be outside. Right. Okay. Everybody else don't need to see it. And gotcha. this treasure is not for everybody. Right. It's okay. just for one person. Gotcha. So now I'm gonna go backwards. So when you were in college, how did you dress? How did my dad meet you? What did you look like? Pretty much the way I dress now. Me dress now. And I do recall him remembering a skirt. Yeah, I had a skirt. <laughs> he oh. had skirts. A little, a little uh, jean skirt that he liked. Got it. But it wasn't an everyday thing. Okay. Gotcha. It was occasional. You can. So, in the conversation with Mr. Wilson. Mm -hmm. He said that, you know, there were times where you guys would go shopping together. And it's like, I like these clothes, tie them on. Do you like these clothes? Yes, okay, let's go buy these clothes. 
But my thought would be if he's picking out clothes for you to try on, they would be the revealing sort because that's what he likes. Then if you say, yes, we can buy those clothes, or why would you say yes to buying clothes that you feel are revealing if they're not comfortable to or too revealing? To prevent arguing. To okay. prevent arguing. To prevent an argument. So basically, you said yes to appease him. Mm-hmm. But you forcefully silenced yourself to where he wouldn't know that you're uncomfortable with it. I don't think that's a great way to put that. Well, it's, my mom just said to prevent an argument, so she's just going to not saying nothing. She was trying to prevent, an, well, they say choose your battle, so she's trying to prevent her argument. That doesn't mean she's forcibly silencing herself. She might feel like she has to silence herself, so she's being forced. That's what I'm saying. You, that word probably isn't the very best to use hey, in this particular situation. To me, it's not <laughs> toes, because it's, I'm saying forcefully because she doesn't agree with it. She wants to say something, so she's forcing herself not to say anything. So she's choosing to be quiet. Choosing works. She chose not to speak up to prevent an argument. To make him happy. To make him happy. Okay. okay. So there you have that. Yeah, interesting. So, so what's- control appreciated control appreciated you also said um did you say see heard yeah seen and heard um like he will make decisions and the decisions were already made you had no input i had no input it were already done it didn't matter how i felt mm -hmm. it was already done solidified and and processed so yeah. so it was more of a this is what's happening mm -hmm. yeah but he he had said well you can say what you want to say but it's still gonna get done anyway that's an interesting <laughs> way of putting it you can say whatever you want to say but it'll still get done your input is Valuable? No. We're going to buy a house. I want to hear what you have to say, but when it's all said and done, we're still buying a house. That's, um, that's not this situation. <laughs> this that, that, that's not the same. That, that, no. <laughs> no. No. Plane, no, no, no. This situation is we're going to have a house in Northern India. California. In India. We're buying this house I already chose because I like the layout. And then your mom would mm -hmm. be, I could prefer in this area because X, Y, Z. You be right. This one. India. You gotta be specific. So we're buying a house in India. It's live? a single level. But you want to live in LA. Yeah. It's a single level. You're, it's basically, you can tell me whatever you want to, but it doesn't matter mm -hmm. because we're buying this house in India. Right. It works. See, that's, that's so, that's it. so that's it. That's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the example, right? You want to live in LA, he wants to live in India, you're living in India. Uh, is that a uh, pretty easier way to put it? Just for, all the, just for all the people, it's easier just to put it in that perspective. Yeah, okay, yes. Okay. Basically, 
she was disregarded in her feelings. Yeah, we will. That's what we're talking about, not being heard. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So in a marriage, you have to express, you know, love, not only by words, but by actions. So at, at any point in time, what, what would you say you did to, to do that, to express that in your marriage? It's love. Um, oh, wow. I would um, do service. You know, the five, is that five love languages? Affirming oh, did you know that then or you know that now? No, I know it now. So but now it was an act of service. Okay. That I would have I did. I did get up before him or with him, made him breakfast or lunch, ironed his shirts, everything for him to go to work. Then lay down and get y'all ready. Exactly. Yeah. What else? It may not. I may not have said the words "I love you" all the time. No, I oh, didn't. Because sometimes I, I get that from you. <laughs> I, I didn't. Because partially it's because I didn't feel love. But um, which I'm working on that now. But um, yeah, I would go when he asked for something. I was there. Like he needed something at the school, I would drive over there and go get it. Or spend time with him in the classroom. So you yeah. did so, acts of service and you made sure you were available to support whenever he yes. did. Mm-hmm. That's yes. like showing love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So it 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 sounds like Sounds like the counseling would have helped the pre the premarriage counseling or or with your pastor or with any a, kind of any type of therapist or whatever counseling. yeah couple therapy because mm-hmm. based on the previous conversation there's confusion on what the five lung love languages are for each of you because you're you're saying you would do acts of service but for data. He doesn't understand acts of service. He needs words of affirmation. So there was the disconnect. You guys are throwing love at each other, but you guys don't understand it because it doesn't it doesn't attach to you the way that it should. Because my dad, okay. he would, he would uh, my dad was gifts. gifts yes, he did do that. Random stuff, spa dates, and all of that. But for you, that's like. I don't. I don't need. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. Your so your love language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, your, so your that love one? language is what? What is your love language? Because speaking with dad, it seemed like actual service and physical touch were like the top two. Oh, oh, really? Okay, yeah, mine. Mine is quality time, uh-huh. active service. No, just just your top two. 
I, I, you know, it's funny because I just took the test again and I can't remember it. Let's go with those two. I can't remember. Which would make sense that and not knowing everyone has their own love language, you were giving him your love languages. So right. Playtime and service. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense because most, that's what most people do until they are educated. Otherwise, that right. might be theirs. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I was like, no, I was doing that already. Oh, okay. Right. So. Well, well, I think it's about time that we, we go to another topic. We switch it on over because this, this particular topic is a very important and imperative one. Being that Father's okay. Day is past, that's okay. All the holidays have passed. We have some that are coming up and, or you just want to surprise somebody with a gift. So you, it's always a good thing to go ahead and just go to jet lag, right? Jet lag, we, jetlaggold.com is the place that you want to be at. Why? Because they provide something that's just so beautiful and so wonderful. It is wallets. These wallets okay. are exceptional. They're sleek. They're, cat, they're classy. And they fit about six to seven different cars in here. So the beauty of it is it condenses your wallet. You don't have anything bulky, big. Leather wallets are just ripping away. You're losing your IDs because the slots, you can't, they're just too loose now. So everything is literally leaving you. It's walking away. It's going away. But with jet lag, it stays right there with you. Sleek and compact, beautiful. Just go to jetlag.go, jetlaggo.com, and you just use my promo code. My promo code is? Loydell underscore 15. There you go. It'll get you 15% off. Make sure you do it. Upgrade your man's wallet. He's going to appreciate it. He will. And that's jetlaggo.com. Promo mm -hmm. code Floydell underscore 15 for 15% off. There you go. 15% okay. off. It's so wonderful. And they ship pretty quickly, too. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing that out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Orders in the U.S., free shipping as well. So, yeah. Alrighty. So, yeah. moving right along. Back to the topic at hand. Yes. Yes, indeed. So there are tough questions, right? There's tough questions to deal with uh, when it comes to the end of a marriage. You start to reflect and wonder. So I'm going to ask you this. Do you love my dad? I love him. I'm not in love with him, but I love him. Okay, that's good. Explain that love. I love him. He's the father of my young men. Can't say boys no more. <laughs> I'm a three young men. But um, as far as being in love with him, having some type of connection mm -hmm. with that. Gotcha. So the turning point. So you, you just, that, those are the reasons for the separation. So what was the turning point to where divorce is on the table and we're taking this option? Um, well, your father filed. We were already separated. And pretty much separated even though we were in the same house. Oh, you were in college at that time. In Houston Tillotson University. 
Um, <laughs> oh, so. Um, Go Rams. Yes. But, um, yeah, it started there. Shortly after you leaving the separation. Okay. What, what, why? What was the reason for, as some people would say, giving up? Going in the town. It was too much, too much anger that was displayed from your father um, and towards me. So it's time to go. When you get that, when you get to that point, there's no need to stay. Anger about what? There was a situation involving Floydell that came up and he got mad. And um, I knew about it. And um, I kept it away until Floydell wanted it to be known. Mm -hmm. And it blew up. And he's smiling. He knows that. What situation was that? That's. Um... Oh, yeah, the people know. Yeah. Okay, the people know. Got it. Yeah. So, yeah. Would you say that's a, do you, would you say the expression was justified because regardless, you guys are together and supposed to be a unit and the secret was withheld for five to six months. You're gonna to have to repeat. There was I couldn't hear your whole complete question. I, I was saying, do you think the expression was justified because you're still one unit, regardless of what y'all had talked about or whatever the case may be. You guys are still one unit in the eyes of God and according to the law of this land. So you guys are supposed to be one unit. So would you? say the expression is justified because a secret was withheld for nearly half a year. That's a good question. You mean, you're, are you trying to say, you're asking me was the secret, me withholding the secret was justified? No, his the question, response, yeah. His response so, is justified because you withheld. Oh, the response of me having the. Yeah, was his anger justified because that secret was held for almost half a year or half a year? And even though the two of you were separated, you were still. Well, we don't know at this point. You were still in the eyes of God and the land, unified to your kids, unified, right. still co parenting. Yeah. That, that's the question. Yeah, because at this point, as far as I know, they're they're together. Right. They're married. That's why I said in the eyes of your children, their children, you guys, mm -hmm. they're still together. So when I forgot, yes, we are still married. One of us dies. Right. <laughs> According to the words. Right. Um, <laughs> which I didn't know until afterwards. Um, but, <laughs> uh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Now, like you said, if I had gone to the pre-counseling, that, that would have all been, you know, understood. But, um, 
Is it justified? Probably not. I don't think so. Not not to that extreme. No. So not to that extreme. Some anger was justified, but it was carried above and beyond what should have been. Okay. Yes. Well, you can't quantify someone's expression when they're hurt. No, you cannot. So that's, that's... But again, we're asking your mother her opinion. Yeah, that's so... true. <laughs> and that's why we're having this dialogue. You can't justify <laughs> someone's expression when they're hurt. Like, just like yeah. when things happen to people in the past and their past relationships, they have such a wall up, but you can't, you can't get upset that they have a wall up because of their reaction to what something happened. Yeah, because they have their wall That's up. True. They're not That's really true. ready to knock the wall down and just be like, okay, here it is. Right. Sometimes you got to be down brick by brick. Right, and be vulnerable. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. You got to do it in time because I don't want to get the fear of being hurt again due to past experiences. So, yes, you will have your guard up to an extent. It's just when you feel comfortable, you'll let that guard down and be vulnerable mm -hmm. to allow yourself to, you know, be comfortable with that person. Right. And yeah, you're right. You can't let past experiences because you will block your blessing if you do. Yeah. So, I guess you could say in that moment, his response was it something you've never like seen before? Because you said it got too far to where you felt it was time to end it because his response. I didn't say it was time for me to end it. It was time that he had ended it. You know, because it was, the words that were given to me, mm -hmm. that he was upset and he knew, and that's it. You're not welcome here no more. I mean, stuff like that. It went that far. Because mm -hmm. trust at that point had been broken. It was, well, it probably was broken before that, the trust. Mm -hmm. So that would be like, what do they call the last, the, the, the last, last, last straw, the camel. That broke the, the camel's the, back? Yeah, the last straw, yeah. Okay. Now you said trust had been broken. Before that, and how? In what way? I don't quite remember it, but I think it has something to do with one of your brothers that your father didn't trust me. And it was broken before that. Or was it after? It might have been after. I'm sorry. Got it twisted. <laughs> it was after. After. think we have a pretty good understanding of the beginning, the middle, and the end, <laughs> as per what your mom was saying. <laughs> um, as you said, you're now more knowledgeable, now more versed. Do you think that there was something, you know, in the midst of those things that could have been done differently or handled differently? Yes, I could have been more vocal and I'd be quiet. Mm -hmm. I did get beat up about that <laughs> um, during my little session like we're doing now. I had someone that I went to 
Right. And um, and she tore me up <laughs> and told me, no, you shouldn't be doing that. It's my fault. Yeah, that was my fault of keeping myself quiet. Right. Yeah, that I take full responsibility for that. That it could have gone a little differently. But when I did speak up, it didn't, it didn't matter. So it was a D if I do and D if I don't okay. situation. Okay. But I have learned from that now, though. Good. Good. So yes. marriage. Is, Learn from me. And in the marriage, when you get to divorce, it affects not only the two people who have been married for eight four days 90 days or 22 21 years so it affects also the kids as well so you having to see and witness me in particular go before the public and express that i want my parents to be together how did that make you feel not that it's going to bring you guys back together or anything like that but how did that make you feel It made me feel sad because your child wants their parents together, but underlining all of that, just knowing that it wasn't going to happen, it's, it was sad, it's sad. Because you wanted to give your child everything, every and anything. Mm -hmm. But if the relationship wasn't gonna work, if, if you, can't, you can't be in a relationship that's not gonna work, even though the child wants because then it's not going to be good for the child in the long run. Right. So it was best to, you know, sep separate. Right. It's a double-edged sword. For the good of the child, if that makes any sense. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword because you gotta you gotta do what makes you happy. Have your peace of mind. Because you can't go any go any further, but also the kids and their reaction and their relationships and their trust with other women and everything has now taken a a hit. <laughs> just to just to say, it can't even quantify it that it it takes a huge hit. So yes, yes. I wish I was a forward thinker, thinking of now back then you know what i'm saying like i did when raising you guys for school i didn't just prepare you for that grade i prepare you for two grades ahead so with this relationship part i wish i had thought of that you know ahead with relationships mm -hmm. you know but i didn't yeah it's a learning yeah it's a learning thing yeah. learning process and and the good thing is when even though you yeah. you like your guys' divorce <laughs> hit me hard, it ended one relationship and put me in a position to where I'm not about to deal with this in another relationship because it seemed like there were some insecurities there. So it's just like, nah, I didn't want to continue to fight. Let me just cut my losses. And then is led to uh, 
skipping over that one, led to this one to where, <laughs> well, I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to, well. The, well, how did it affect the other one? The yeah. other relationship, the third one, I guess you could call it, it was a turning point. So I always say with, um, with the first one, it opened up, it opened up the, the word love, because never hearing it in the household, I was a mama's boy, she ain't never say it. So it opened my door up to it. The other one, I didn't want to deal with, I just, you know, just whatever. You affected my trust now, because at that point, I'm hearing things that happened between my parents. Mm -hmm. And so you didn't tell me this, and then your mama was supposed to tell me, that was just, that just broke the trust, because regardless, I had hope that there would be change, that we'd be able to make amends and we'd be able to get back together. But I could see at that moment in time that, oh, she'll even keep things from me, so I can't trust you. So second relationship, if trust was broken, so I'm like, nah, forget it, just like my dad did. See, even though I'm older, I'm still looking to my parents to see what it is that they're doing. So mm -hmm. I know how to conduct myself in my own life and when different things happen. Third relationship, strong connection, but taught me how to fight for a relationship, how to fight for love because Achilles is born and going through all of that stuff. So from in the third relationship, you learned from what happened with your parents to try and do better and not just give up like you did in the second one. Yeah. Okay. So now, with, now with this, now with Q here, this one, she's giving a culmination. She's giving a mixture of, she getting the rainbow, everything, inadequacy, <laughs> vulnerability, um, depression, uh, all. She's getting getting it all, but through communication. Because it seemed like you guys yeah. like a lot of effective communication in the sense that you guys are actually listening to each other to under, even without biblical backing or founding on the marriage, it could still work if there's effective communication. Like you're really hearing what your partner is saying and doing your best mm -hmm. to please your partner. So a lot of people do that, but not realizing that's founded on the Bible. But it's, it's okay. So it's all there. It was written before y'all even got together and got married. So it kind of beats you to the punch. So it's a biblical principle in a marriage to make sure you're pleasing your other, your partner, your spouse, your husband, your wife. So the good thing is she has the patience to take down the wall, brick by brick, and as that happens, I communicate okay, okay. more. Therefore, her ears and eyes are actually open in a non-judgmental way, but in a supportive way. Mm -hmm. That's very good. That's a blessing. That yeah. is a blessing for her. They have someone to listen to you in a non-judgmental way. Yes. Yes. The key thing. Yeah, communication is a key in any relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's not feel like anything is um, silly or crazy to ask or talk about. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because with that's good. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. So with me, I'm bringing on a lot. 
I'm bringing on a lot, pouring on some more. <laughs> and my discovery of it being okay with expressing my emotions. So I'm, I, because I'm a child in that, it could look like it's temper tantrums. So I'm even, this is funny, Achilles is four and I'm learning from him how to express emotions because he's an emotional child. He will express himself to the fullest. So even with my child, I'm learning how, cause he's expressing, but then I'm correcting. But the way in which I correct to calm him down is interesting because it's helping me at the same time. So that's how I'm learning, you know, learning from him how to express what it is I'm feeling or being comfortable just cause he bold with it. He gonna express how you feel whenever you feel like it. I don't have the courage to do that. So in watching him, during the times he's been with us, <laughs> that in itself is taking down a brick mm -hmm. from the wall. So coming on with all of that, having someone who's patient, patient with me, what would you say, no, no, not advice. What would you say that you possibly brought on to the marriage, but chose not to share, which probably caused like a disconnect between you guys actually coming together. Because if you guys were meant to be together, you guys would be together and there would be equal communication and exchange of everything from A to Z. But obviously there is a wall still up. So would, what would you say your wall is if there was one that kind of really prevented the connection from, you know, to happening at that point? That's a good question. Um, me, uh, it would probably be, yeah, communication is good. And I probably did communicate, but once it wasn't received the way I wanted it, I probably pulled back. I became reserved, like, uh, maybe I shouldn't say anything because he's not going to Mm -hmm. take it for value or take it to heart or you know so I, that's probably probably that okay. could be it. what was that rooted in yeah because like i'm saying i'm talking about my past and my past that's experiences are reasons why this wall's been up but she's been patient enough to want to and be willing to tear the wall down to get to the root of it so we can still that's, that's probably the difference between me and your father. He didn't care. Maybe he, I shouldn't say that. Maybe he didn't know how to or care to figure out what was really wrong with me or if there was something wrong with me. And that's what or the reason why I wasn't communicating mm -hmm. enough is because of the, react, the response that okay. I was giving. So from your, your history, not with Mr. Wilson, but prior to him, was there anything in a past relationship that you carried into the marriage yeah. that could have no. uh, stopped you no. from having effective communication? Or childhood, because this is the hot seat. So now we get into the hot topics, the hot questions. No. No. Uh-uh. So uh, when you no. 
communicated with him you didn't like something or something like that and he shut you down that was your first experience and after that experience you're like well i'm just <clears throat> was that pretty much how it happened yeah everything i pretty pretty much or i would um i know remember one incident that i was folding towels i couldn't even fold towels right that was argued <laughs> Yeah, like I said at the beginning, it doesn't matter how it gets done, as long as it gets done. That was argument. Everything, yeah, everything I did. So that, I guess you can say that was the beginning, because I remember the apartment when that happened. So yeah, it was just it was a um, pr long process, a long decline of process. Okay. Okay. You know, that to me being quiet. Okay. So you guys went to the separation. You guys are at divorce now. So we've had conversations with other people and with her mom in which separation happened, divorce happened, but there was still, I guess you can call it forgiveness. And according to the Bible, you come back together, you have your conversation, you do what you got to do. You guys are on equal equal grounds you understand, but whenever there's a bring together for kids, whatever the case may be, there isn't no resentment, there's, there's communication there. There's active communication, there isn't no issue, the, the, the divorce happened, what the word, amicably? Amicably. There you go. So with you guys, why is that not uh -huh. possible? Uh, okay, so <laughs> first, let's just, do you feel that you guys had an amicable divorce? We're going to start with no. that first. Okay. No. So in not having an amicable divorce, are you guys still at a, an uneasy space when it comes to communication about anything? Kids, grandkids? Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. now why <laughs> yeah. do you think you guys are at a are still at a point where you cannot communicate even if it's about you will have to ask his father that question uh, you will have to ask mr wilson that question but you probably have already done so um because i have reached out i mean many times especially when i see him i would speak he wouldn't speak back he will be right next to his sons and still don't speak. Mm -hmm. Act, what's that word y'all use now? Ghosted? Yeah. That's how it feels. Okay. I'm not, I didn't do nothing mm -hmm. all this time. Yeah. It's still the same. You would have to ask him because many times I have spoke, but no return response. So would you say that you personally, at least, just not, just just on you, focus on you, would you say that you personally have um, made your amends, your forgiveness, and found peace and resolution for yourself? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Even with him, too. I even told him. I apologize for what I did or didn't do, should or shouldn't, would or wouldn't have. I did all of that. 
my response was, he was fine. He didn't need to apologize to anybody. He did everything right. Right then I knew it was not going to work. <laughs> and I was doing the separation. Okay. 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 No, I, I can't call it exactly, but that's good to find the inner peace, but in accordance to the Bible, there still needs to be a come together. So there's a peace between uh, two people. What is it? Um, I forgot what it is. And almost everybody in every state, every pastor, minister, deacon has been talking about the scripture. Yeah. And I can't think of it either, but where it talks about where God tells you that if you have a problem, with your brother, but you're at the off altar to leave an offering. Uh -huh. You're all you're offering at the altar and go make amends with your brother same for reconciliation. Thing, yeah, same thing with communion. Uh -huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, Reverend Williams said that. Yeah, I can't think of the scripture. What yeah, Reverend happened. Williams said that. And that is obviously right. village a very probably poor paraphrase on my part, but it has some. It that's the gist of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So. Because it has something to do with having the ability to find someone new. Because otherwise you're going mm -hmm. against what the Bible says right. when it comes to your ability to re to connect and become one flesh with someone else. Right. You gotta right. have that, you gotta have that come together. So when do you think that's gonna happen? I don't know. Thank you. I don't know when that's going to happen. I mean, I don't even know if it will happen. It would happen. But if it doesn't happen, I'm fine. Okay. I'm, I'm good. But um, I do know when I was moved from Indio to LA, your father did want to try to talk to me. What for? I don't know. But it never came to pass. So. so do you ever see yourself in the future um, going down a committed relationship, possible remarriage? Because your sons want to see yes. you guys happy. Okay. We, we want to see both our parents. Your sons want to. both. I said me, my brothers. We want to see you happy. We want to see our parents happy. So is that is that something that's that's in the future to happen? Because as much as we do want it to happen, still gotta have that conversation though with my dad so you guys are able to do it the right way. Biblically. Do what the right way? The next relationship? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, pretty much finish the unfinished business before you have new business. Well, I already finished the unfinished business. <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. You want to say have a conversation and close it. But hey, it's been almost 10 years. Isn't that... <laughs> Okay. 10 years is quite some time, but 
uh, you still have time while there's breath in your body. But I guess, I guess, I guess we're going to have to oh. leave that at, we're all just going to have to pray on it and leave it in God's yes. to you gotta allow, give it to God for that one. Yeah, right. allow that to happen. Yeah. But to get back to the question, though, <laughs> next relationship, remarriage? She said yes. yes. I yes. said yes. Oh, she, she, yes. I mean, maybe maybe because I'm still in there and I don't want to hear that because I want my parents <laughs> together. Maybe <laughs> I didn't hear it. Silliness. Okay. okay. <laughs> Any, uh, yeah. No, no, I was just going to say, is that being practiced? <laughs> what do you mean practice? <laughs> like you, like you, <laughs> you know what I mean? You practice it on another relationship. <laughs> and we're practicing on another relationship. So basically you want to know if your mom is dating? Pretty much. Oh, is that what you just want to know? Yeah, and how much of the dating is happening? <laughs> I tell you, my sons get me tickled when they ask me this question. Um, yes, I am talking to someone right now. Yes. There you go. Some but you're not have a friend. Have one a person. Huh? One person? Yes. Y'all practicing? <laughs> Which she one said is she it? is talking to one person. I'm right trying to make a plane. I'm being the sun right now. Forget hosting the hot seat. Is your <laughs> Wait a minute. You, you can be the sun on the side of this. Not right now. <laughs> so thank you for those answers. Um, our last thing everybody is just ask for, for words of wisdom and encouragement so that we continue to have a longstanding, effective, God-fearing marriage. Happy. Happy. Okay. Well, we already touched on some of them, like communication. Keep the communication going. Be honest. Be truthful um, to each other. Um, listen to each other. Um, also, when, as this is for you, son, <laughs> when we as women, we, we, we do sometimes nag a little bit, but get, don't let the, that nagging, which I will, I'm going to change the word to whisper. Don't let that whisper be a yell. Get it when is whispering to you before it explodes. You get what I'm saying? I think you might need to run that back. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand what uh, you're I, saying. I understand. Say it again for the viewers in layman's terms. <laughs> don't let the whisper be a yell. Get it when she's whispering to you. Because when it's yelling, the whole entire situation or that that thing is become bigger than what it was initially. 
-hmm. So get it when it's a whisper and not when it's a yell. Whisper, not a yell. Gotcha. Yes. And so for all the women out there, be yeah. patient. Got it. Men. <laughs> <laughs> That's why yes. whispering, we have, yelling, we patience have, has been nah, exhausted. No, nah, no, nah, you got to inject. <laughs> Yeah, get that needle and inject some more patience because men face many, 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 many challenges throughout the day. And women just sit. It's look like pretty. it's nearly systematic for men yeah. to act a certain way and be a certain way. Especially men of minority. There it's all you're pretty much built, you're entered into the world already in a small space. Yeah. Four walls are already around you. So it's not just, well, I didn't tell them a hundred times. Well, you can got one side of the wall down. You got three more to go. Like just to put that in perspective, because there's a lot of, lot of things we're not going to get into because then this would be a three hour episode, but there's a lot of things that men face. Yeah. Why when God puts that person in your life for you, she's already in the knowledge of what it is that you have to deal with because God has made sure she right. has the strength to deal with you. So vulnerability exactly. is okay. Just let it all hang out. And if she, God put her there for you, y'all will see it, it until the end of time, of your time. Right. Right. Because we are made from a rib from you guys. So we got double strength. Yes. We weaken the knees, and we can hardly breathe. Yes. So we need y'all to make sure y'all can take control. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's why, that's why the Lord made the woman to carry the child, because y'all can't do that. Yeah, you just stole the rib from us. So that makes us right. You took the rib from you to make us, so that makes us doubly strong, wonderfully made. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so very much for being open and honest and, and your yes. with this whole story. We really like it. We're hoping that thank you. We're hoping that this helps somebody mm -hmm. who may be at a point just hearing this information turn from that point and, and yeah. try and fight a little longer, a little harder. Yeah. And then use use the information yes. shared to make sure you you put yourself in a better position, and hopefully it was healing for you, mother, having to talk about this. Hopefully it's it's bringing you one step closer to yeah, it's definitely get it off your chest. You know, we just <laughs> whatever, <laughs> just just hopefully it's a place. This was of healing for you as well. Right. Hopefully. Yes. Yes, yes, it is, it is. I mean, it's the first time I openly said it this um, way, besides talking to you and your brothers, but yeah, it's good. I'm good, I'm good. stronger and wiser. Good. So All much better, because I never would have made it without you. And oh, that is my song. Thank I you. Just don't know. <laughs> All right, Village, we'll see you guys next week. See ya.